0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for stopping in with us today. It's pretty funny because I am just sitting here in a really cool, funky Airbnb with fellow graduate and friend of mine, Linda Bryant from Nashville. So first of all, Linda, hello. Hello. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. And also, I want to thank you for getting my crew and I this awesome Airbnb for us to just kind of relax relax regroup we've been getting a lot of work done you we got to nashville yesterday we went right to sam cooper's home studio interviewed him and it was awesome from there we went to um this airbnb dropped our things off checked it out make sure we could get in stayed connected with you and then after that we did a four o'clock interview with somebody by the name of carol grace anderson she was on hee-haw And she's an artist. Her husband plays guitar and did like a lot of the, um, we didn't have time to interview him, but he was a super cool cat. And um, her husband played a lot of the guitar reproducing. He's done a lot of things. This is just one thing that I remember because it connects to me. But um, he did a lot of the reproduction for karaoke music songs. So he did, like, the guitar for a lot of that kind of stuff. Oh, wow. Somebody does that, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Somebody has to do it. But he, is, he has worked with a lot of great people, and, and uh, he performs. And anyway, so Carol Grace does a lot of things. She was in Hee Haw. She was on the road as a singer with her sister. She is an artist who now is making greeting cards through Blue Mountain. They take her artwork... And they reproduce it, and she's a a writer as well. So she writes the inside, she decorates the outside, and they produce it. Isn't that cool? It's very cool. Yes, yes. So after that then, we were able, thanks to Sam Cooper, to go see the Doyle and Debbie show. And while there, we interviewed in their green room Doyle and Debbie, whose names are actually Bruce and Jenny. Now, you were you thought that was so awesome. Can you tell everybody what is so cool about us being able to do that yesterday?
1: Uh, well, the, the Doyle and Debbie show is like an iconic Nashville show that just everybody wants to go to. It's usually standing room only. Um, I'm embarrassed to say, even though I'm from Nashville, I haven't been to the Doyle and Debbie show because I always w- waited too long to get tickets So I was just like, you got to see the Doyle and Debbie show? Um, But it's supposed to be hilarious and precious and funny and just a host of things. So I hope hope you did enjoy it.
0: Absolutely enjoyed it. And it was absolutely a host of things. And I wanted to bring you with us to the show last night. (laughs) But can you guess why I didn't do that? What is it that I'm speaking to you about today that you are insanely busy with?
1: You had a deadline? You had a deadline. (laughs) I had a deadline. Okay, yes, yes. I've been insanely busy with deadlines. Because just so everybody
0: knows, Linda, you are a journalist. And tell everybody what kind of journalism you do and for how long you've been doing it.
1: Uh, Well, I've been a journalist for approximately 30 years. And I've been through the whole gamut of different kinds of journalism jobs, from working a small weekly paper in Washington State on an island where you had to take a a plane to jump from island to island to work in a daily newspaper. I started specializing in journalism about entrepreneurs and business about 10 years ago. And I, started, I have developed a specialty in that a lot because that's where a lot of the paying work was. So I've worked for various publications, but now I, I have my own freelance writing business. And you and I went to this same creative writing
0: per- program, right? <laughs> Fairleigh Dickinson University in New Jersey, which I'll be there speaking as a matter of fact, on the panel for the first day of when the alumni return for residency. So I am get to be a part of that panel, which I'm really excited wow, about. Wow, that's
1: cool. That's very cool.
0: But tell everybody about what we were discussing at breakfast earlier, about your passions and the direction you kind of want to take
1: your writing and, and even your life. Well, yes, we, we were just sitting at breakfast over over a big plate of hash browns and omelets and coffee. And I was talking with Lynette, taking advantage of some of her coaching skills, letting her know kind of where I'm at in my life. And it was, we got pretty clarified. I'm doing better than I thought I was. I'm trying to, in the process of, not trying to, transitioning out of this deadline-oriented hustle that journalism has been all these years, and I'm close to retirement age, but i don't want to retire and so i'm basically pivoting to try to to use my writing skills and my my desire to want to make a difference in in people's lives to kind of a new format so that i can still be busy still work but not with the same amount of intensity that i've been doing it with for many years because journalism is Uh, when I leave this interview, I'm going to to meet a deadline on four articles. And so (laughs) I'd like to have less deadlines in my life.
0: Honestly, I I think my crew and I are getting a really good taste of deadlines and urgency while we're on this 50-state tour because, you know, we're like, okay, what time do we need to be at the next stop, whether we're driving an hour, three hours, eight hours, or if it's just we're on this part of town and we need to get to that part of town to be at an interview. And it's so disrespectful to be late that um, you know, we're just we feel that constant sense of pressure. And so you've been doing it for 30 <laughs> years. Yeah. And and we've just been doing it every day, all day for the last, I don't know, two and two months in a week or two and a half months or something like that right now. So, but I get what you mean by that, that you're just tired of that grind.
1: Well, you know, there's a whole philosophy, and, and to, to which I adhere somewhat, is that without deadlines, oftentimes we don't get anything done. And that that is, it's like a, I have a healthy respect for deadlines. But I, I think that once you become maybe mass, more mastered what you do, or you've reached a certain certain point in your career or in your life, that it's okay to maybe... It's definitely okay to um, step back and see how you can make it less stressful and more enjoyable. Right, and one of the things you did was get a Master's of
0: Fine Arts in Creative Writing that you're not using to the potential that you would like to. Oh. <laughs> yes. yes, that's true. So what I thought was really interesting, and I think it can be beneficial to my audience too, is the fact that you used an amazing word, which was clarification. Our conversation that we had was really clarifying for you, but the beauty of it is is that we really truly do have our own answers. Mm-hmm. We just are so kind of confused as to if it's the right one or not, and sometimes talking to somebody on the outside who is picking up the keywords from everything you're talking about in the different scenarios you're referring to can really recognize that in
1: us. Yes, and I think that that's... Um, a little bit of the perspective I've been missing, having somebody to bounce off of. And from our conversation, what I what I realized is I've been being, and I'm sure a lot of us do this, overly hard on myself, um, thinking, ah, you know, I don't really want to be doing what I'm doing. Um, I, I need to be doing something else. And at the same time, I've been planting a lot of seeds for my next project that I'm going to do. But I haven't been giving myself credit for it. And so in our conversation, I realized, wait a minute, I'm setting myself up for what I want to do. I'm on track. Just take a deep breath and a year from now or less, you're probably going to be in a much different place. I think so. I really think you are. And I,
0: I think that everything that you've accomplished to this point, including being part of the grind and, and the hustle mm-hmm. for all these years, is exactly what's giving you the the guts, the courage, to ask for what you want because you have the confidence to know that you can give them what you're proposing.
1: Well, except for that's, I mean, I agree, but I don't think I was consciously telling myself or I haven't been saying you can ask for what you want. I've been trying to, um, and we went into this in some detail in our conversation. I've been laying seeds to do a different kind of writing work for a different kind of clientele that would allow me part-time work, much more time to write up my own creative productions and just not as stressful, not as deadline oriented. And I've been setting things up to do that, but I didn't give myself credit for it. So in my mind it wasn't even happening. Does that make sense? No, it makes absolute <laughs> sense. It makes absolute sense. And I'm seeing
0: the next, even the next level from that, like, or maybe it's the level before that, like, I see, I see you taking the next step and I see all, how everything you've been doing is converging onto that for you.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And just, it was just awesome that you just showed up and like, Oh, I have my instant coach here who can help me clarify things.
0: You know, I just feel so blessed. I truly do. And, and this synchronicity, and I talk about that on my show all the time about how when things come together, it's meant for you. And, even the fact, and I've talked on this show about the license plate map oh, that yeah. that inspired this journey for me. And when I first got the idea was when I was sitting at that Quaker Steak and Lube restaurant, who I called Quaker Steak and Lube this morning to let them know that this whole thing happened, that I saw their map on the wall at a restaurant and decided I wanted to travel the 50 states to interview people about mm-hmm. their passions. I saw that, and it happened, and that I referred to them. And there were, I called them this morning and told them, I just want to let you know that this happened, that I'm talking about you all over the country, that you inspired me, that we're on state 38 of 50, that I have two crew members, and and it's impacted my business. It's impacted our lives. It's a funny story, and I just wanted to share that with you. But then I told them, and sitting on the wall next to my side of the bed here
1: is, tell everybody what's on, on my wall there, Linda. Well, there's a map of the United States. It's very similar. if not, It looked like the same to me uh, as the one in, in the Quaker Steak and Lube. Exactly. It's just a smaller canvas version because
0: the one at Quaker State was took up the whole wall, and this is just a canvas of that same image. It's the map of the United States in license plates. Yeah.
1: That's, that's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, another weird thing, just like if anybody will appreciate this, but... Um, I was determined to to, to get a, a really nice Airbnb for the crew here. Nashville's a hot place right now. I wasn't finding anything. Everything was all booked up. So this place that I ended up finding, which was at the last minute, everything for July and August and into September was booked up except for the two days that Lynette and her crew were going to be here. And we're about four blocks from my house. So. <laughs>
0: I can't believe that. that That is such a crazy story. And if anybody can hear the chainsaw in the distance, oh, yeah. that's that's because of the, the construction that is going on in Nashville. It's crazy. Matter of fact, that's something else that I am seeing, and I want to do a Facebook post about this for people. If you are looking for jobs, there are places around this country, like I know for a fact that I was speaking with somebody who is who's looking for a crane mechanic. He pays very handsomely and will fly you to commute to Florida and back if you are a, an experienced crane mechanic and the salary is amazing. In Georgia, I know somebody who owns a landscaping company and he pays extremely well hourly rate where in Georgia it's so much less to live. Matter of fact, we went out to Hibachi and the prices were half as much for a Hibachi meal than it is where I live. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the salary for this landscaping company was double what you would get paid in New Jersey. So if anybody wants to be a landscaper in Georgia and you're super qualified, you can email me at Lynette at MotivateMePodcast.com. But with all this construction going on in Nashville as well, I am sure that
1: they are looking for... Yeah, I'll get a plug in here. Um, Yes, Nashville is, I think it's one of the top five employment, uh, cities for employment in the U.S., like according to Forbes and places like that. Of course, the journalist has stats for us. (laughs) Um, and the nice thing about Nashville is that it's extremely artistic and and vibrant. So even if you're not, think you don't like the South or something like that, it's Nashville is its own country. Um, you just, you see stars when you go into cafes and it's not the same as like New York City or someplace like that. It's much more laid back, um. So it's just, we're all very into the TV show Nashville here because, and most of the stars of that show have moved here. Uh, A friend of my family for the past, you know, just for years is now producing his own weekly TV show. He lives in L.A. now, but he's from Nashville. That's called Oh Still the King, which is on CMT, which is about an Elvis impersonator. So that's getting rave reviews. So we're sort of like becoming like a real center for like, tv and movies and it's a it's an exciting place i would love to interview an
0: elvis impersonator do you know we have not ran into an elvis impersonator yet so let me know if you know one well let's put it out there in the universe lynette like i think i just did
1: <laughs> we might we might be sorry for what we just wished for you never know <laughs> Um no you can never you can never really go wrong with an elvis impersonator <laughs> this is true this is true <laughs> One of the nice things about that I'd like to say about Lynette and her her project that she's doing is that I think she's helping a lot of people on her way, on her journey. Uh, This was her stopping by was like getting my own private coaching session. It's been really great. And just hearing about all the details of your trip, Lynette, it's just, it's a very exciting thing. And I think it could, would be, it's inspired me to think about what can I do that's like big, and out of the box, but that would just really thrill me. You know, what can I do that's out of my com- comfort zone? Then just ask, just ask, like like you said, just just ask and see what happens. You know, that's exactly what I'm trying to do here. And I,
0: my crew and I together, you know, this is our like mission is just to say, you know, get out of your comfort zone, try something new. You know, people maybe they don't, maybe they won't answer your request, or you know, maybe they'll say no, and that's mm-hmm. okay. But the opportunities. That we've had, you know, it it is so eye-opening. So thank you so much for that. It's that's exactly why why I am out here.
1: Yeah. Well, it's
0: working. Your magic is working. So <laughs> thank you so much. And that's it, everybody. So remember, you do motivate me and um, you motivate Linda. And that's it from Nashville. We're going out on the town, gonna check out some honky donks. <laughs> Yeeha. Visit our website motivate podcast.com for links to all of our social media for our motivate me youtube channel where we're posting video of our trip and for an application to be on the show there is also motivate me merchandise on our site as well as the ability to contribute a tank of gas or more to our road trip if you so desire there are 191 episodes in season one and season two, is going to consist of the journey my crew and I experience as we travel around each of the 50 states interviewing people about passion. When we return, those episodes will air and that will be season three. So let us take you on this journey and let us motivate you to take action in your own life. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. This enables us to reach out to more of you.
1: And the world keeps turning, and I just keep